On 17th of December 2020, it will be 250 years since the famous composer Ludwig van Beethoven was baptized as a baby in the Catholic parish of St. Remigius. In those days, it was custom to baptize babies within 24 hours of birth, so let us celebrate the 250th birthday of the composer and reflect upon the genius of his work, which has survived and remains popular in the 21st century. Beethoven, Joseph Karl Steiler, 1820. Beethoven, named after his grandfather, Ludwig van Beethoven, 1712-73, a professional singer and music director, was destined to become a musician. His father, Johann, 1740-92 was also a singer and musician who performed in the chapel of the Archbishop of Cologne. His mother, Maria Magdalena Kevrick, 1746-87 was the daughter of the head chef at the court of the Elector of Trier. Born on 17th of December 1770 in Bonn, Germany, Beethoven was the second of seven children of which only three survived infancy. His younger brother Caspar, 1774-1815, experimented with musical composition but never became famous. Beethoven's youngest brother, Nicolas Johann, 1776-1848, took a different career path and opened a pharmacy in Linz, Austria. Beethoven's father taught the boys to play the piano, and possibly the violin, from the age of five. As he got older, Beethoven received lessons from local musicians on various instruments, organ, piano, violin and viola. Although Beethoven showed considerable musical talents, his tutoring sessions were long and hard, and his teachers strict, often reducing the young boy to tears. Tuition took place at any time of day and night and, on occasion, Ludwig was dragged from his bed in the middle of the night for an impromptu piano lesson. It was not only the tutors that were harsh on Beethoven. His ambitious father was aware of the young Wolfgang Amadeus Mozart, 1756-91 and his sister Nonnel, 1751-1829, who were impressing the population of Salzburg, Austria, with their musical talent and youth. When Beethoven made his first public performance at the age of seven, his father claimed he was only six to make his son appear to be as talented as the Mozarts. Christian Gottlob Neef At the beginning of the 1780s, Beethoven began studying with the German opera composer and conductor, Christian Gottlob Neef, 1748-98. Principally teaching him to play the piano, Neef was Beethoven's most influential tutor during his youth. Beethoven became Neef's assistant as an unpaid organist in 1782 but two years later had risen to a paid position at the court chapel. As well as piano technique, Neef taught Beethoven about composition. At the age of 11 and 12, Beethoven composed his first keyboard works. The three piano sonatas are known as the Kurfürsten Sonaten, Elector Sonatas, dedicated to Maximilian Friedrich von Koningsegg Rothenfels, 1708-84, the Archbishop Elector of Cologne and the Bishop of Munster. For such a young composer, Beethoven's compositions were remarkably mature and gave an early glimpse of his classical piano talent. Greater than Beethoven, a boy of 11 years and most promising talent. He plays the piano very skillfully and with power, reads at sight very well, the chief piece he plays is Das Voltemperierte Klavier of Sebastian Bach, which Herr Neef puts into his hands. Greater than. Greater than Magazine der Musik, 1783. The success of these sonatas gained Beethoven financial support from several people, but between 1785-90 Beethoven disappeared from the limelight. As far as historians are aware, Beethoven did not produce any compositions during this time, most likely as a result of ongoing problems within his family. Beethoven's mother passed away in 1787 just after he had returned from Vienna where he had heard Mozart play. Being the eldest surviving child, a lot of the family responsibility fell to 17-year-old Beethoven. Complicating things further, Beethoven's father lost his job due to alcoholism. 
Although Johann van Beethoven was offered a pension, the money was ordered by the court to be paid directly to Ludwig so that he could look after his younger brothers. This money was not enough to keep the family afloat, so Beethoven had to earn a salary. He achieved this by taking on pupils and playing the viola in the court orchestra. The orchestra played music by several composers, including Mozart, which must have felt like an insult to Beethoven who was brought up to consider Mozart his rival. Making up for lost time, Beethoven composed several works between 1790 and 1792. Although not published at the time, they show his progression from his first works ten years before. Neef encouraged Beethoven to take on commissions and introduced him to Franz Joseph Haydn, 1732-1809, the Austrian composer, who briefly stayed in Bonn for Christmas in 1790. Beethoven much admired the older composer and Haydn was also impressed with Beethoven's talents. When Haydn returned to Bonn in 1792, Beethoven was earning money by playing the viola in the court orchestra. Haydn, on the other hand, wished to tutor Beethoven personally and invited him to Vienna. One of Beethoven's financial supporters, Count Ferdinand von Waldstein, 1762-1823, encouraged the proposal, stating, you are going to Vienna in fulfillment of your long frustrated wishes, with the help of assiduous labor you shall receive Mozart's spirit from Haydn's hands. Portrait of Beethoven as a young man, Karl Traugott Riedel. Beethoven arrived in Vienna in November 1792 and devoted himself to study and performance under Haydn's guidance. He also received tuition from the Austrian violinist Ignaz Schoponsik, 1776-1830, and learnt about composition from the classical composer Antonio Salieri, 1750-1825. Using his connection with Haydn to his advantage, Beethoven developed a reputation as a performer and gained the financial support of several Viennese noblemen, including Prince Joseph Franz von Lobkowitz, 1772-1816. By 1793, Vienna knew Beethoven as a piano virtuoso but he was also an up-and-coming composer. Beethoven's first public performance in Vienna took place during March 1795, in which he performed a piano concerto he had written. Dedicating it to one of his patrons, Prince Karl Lichnowsky, 1761-1814, Beethoven formerly published the music as a set of trios for piano, violin and cello under the name Opus 1. The profits for this publication was enough to cover Beethoven's living expenses for a year. Over the next couple of years, Beethoven published and wrote many concertos and sonatas. By 1799, 28-year-old Beethoven published his 13th musical work, Opus 13. Piano Sonata No. 8 in C minor, Opus 13, or Sonata Potatique as it is more commonly known, is one of Beethoven's most celebrated works, surpassing any of his previous compositions, in strength of character, depth of emotion, level of originality, and ingenuity of motivic and tonal manipulation. Barry Cooper, Beethoven, 2008. By 1800, Beethoven was the most talented young composer after Haydn and Mozart. The same year, he published his first symphony, which he dedicated to his patron Gottfried van Swieten, 1733-1803. The premiere took place at the Berg Theater in Vienna alongside performances of works by Haydn and Mozart. The premiere was hailed the most interesting concert in a long time by the Allgemeine Musikalische Zeitung, General Music Newspaper. The next year, Beethoven premiered his first ballet The Creatures of Prometheus at the same location. Following these successes, Beethoven published his second symphony in 1803. The first performance of Symphony No. 2 in D Major, Opus 36, took place at the theater in Der Wien in a concert that also featured Beethoven's third piano concerto, Opus 37, and his only oratorio Christus M. Olberga, Christ on the Mount of Olives, Opus 85. The latter, which Beethoven claimed to have written in only two weeks, 
portrayed the emotional torment Jesus experienced in the Garden of Gethsemane before His crucifixion. Six years later, the oratorio premiered in the United States where it became Beethoven's first success in America. Josephine Brunswick As well as composing, Beethoven worked as a teacher. Ferdinand Ries, 1784-1838 and Karl Czerny, 1791-1857, are among the more successful of Beethoven's pupils, but he taught a wide range of students over time, including women. In 1799, Beethoven became the piano tutor of the daughters of Hungarian Countess Anna Brunswick. During this time, he fell in love with one of the daughters, Josephine, 1779-1821, although nothing ever came of the relationship. Nonetheless, letters survive that indicate there may have been a secret romance. Other letters, however, indicate Beethoven had feelings for another of his students, Countess Julie Gicciardi, 1784-1856. Considering himself to be in a lower social class, Beethoven never pursued a relationship, but in 1802 he dedicated his Sonata Opus 27 No. 2 to Julie. After his death, this sonata became better known by the name Moonlight Sonata. Beethoven by Christian Hornman, 1803. Beethoven, circa 1803. In the early 1800s, Beethoven began to experience hearing loss. At first, he attributed this to a fit he suffered in 1798, after which he struggled with severe tinnitus. From descriptions and letters to his friends and brothers, Beethoven likely had osteosclerosis, abnormal bone growth in the inner ear, and a degenerative auditory nerve. Beethoven moved to Heiligenstadt on the outskirts of Vienna to come to terms with his diagnosis. Surviving letters suggest Beethoven had mixed feelings about his condition. Mostly, he seemed upbeat, but one letter suggests he once considered suicide. Although Beethoven never became entirely deaf, it became increasingly difficult to play at concerts. As a result, he began to withdraw socially. Nonetheless, Beethoven did not let his condition prevent him from composing. In a letter to a friend, he stated he would seize fate by the throat, it shall certainly not crush me completely. Beethoven made no secret of his hearing loss, and he could still hear music and voices until around 1812. Eroica Symphony, with Napoleon's name scored through by Beethoven. Most likely because of his diagnosis, Beethoven's music style dramatically changed. On his return to Vienna, he told his pupils, I am not satisfied with the work I have done so far. From now on I intend to take a new way. This attitude resulted in his third symphony in E-flat Opus 55, or the Eroica, in 1804. Beethoven initially wrote the symphony with Napoleon Bonaparte, 1769-1821, in mind because he admired the ideal of the heroic revolutionary leader. When Napoleon declared himself emperor, Beethoven became disillusioned with the man and renamed the symphony from Intitolata Bonaparte, titled Bonaparte, to Sinfonia Eroica, composta per festeggier il souvenir di un grand uomo, heroic symphony, composed to celebrate the memory of a great man. Critics noticed the change in Beethoven's style. They commented on the dramatic nature of the music, particularly his best-known symphony No. 5 in C major, Opus 67, which the German author E.T.A. Hoffmann, 1776-1822, claims sets in motion terror, fear, horror, pain, and awakens the infinite yearning that is the essence of Romanticism. Up until Beethoven began to experience hearing loss, his income came from composing, teaching and performing. As the latter area became more difficult, Beethoven relied heavily on the publications of his music. Some of Beethoven's patrons offered him yearly stipends in addition to commissions, and he took on his most prestigious pupil, Archduke Rudolf of Austria, 1788-1831, the youngest son of Emperor Leopold II, 1747-92. 
The Archduke and Beethoven soon became firm friends, and Beethoven dedicated a number of his works to Rudolf, including the Archduke Piano Trio, Opus 97. In 1807, Beethoven's work began to be published in England, giving him a larger following. Although he was becoming a popular name across the continent, it was not enough to keep him financially stable. Beethoven had suffered financially. He had fallen out of favor at the theater in Derveen due to new management. Also, the French occupation of Vienna between 1803 and 1806 hindered his compositions. In 1808, a benefit concert was held for Beethoven to boost his funds. Although it was under-rehearsed and inferior to Beethoven's previous concerts, it introduced some of Beethoven's new compositions. As well as a performance of his Symphony No. 5, the concert premiered Symphony No. 6 Pastoral, Opus 68, and the Choral Fantasy Fantasia, Opus 80. The Napoleonic Wars limited the number of commissions Beethoven received, but they began to pick up again in 1809 beginning with the incidental music for Johann Wolfgang von Goethe's, 1749-1832, Play Egmont. Pleased with the result, Beethoven set three of Goethe's poems to music. Beethoven fell ill in 1811, suffering headaches and high fevers. Nevertheless, he continued to compose music but moved to the spa town of Teplitz, now in the Czech Republic, on the advice of his doctor. While there, Beethoven had the opportunity to meet Gouda, who wrote his talent amazed me, unfortunately he is an utterly untamed personality, who is not altogether wrong in holding the world to be detestable, but surely does not make it any more enjoyable, by his attitude. Whether Beethoven's illness or deafness affected his personality is unknown, but Gouda certainly found him despicable. Likewise, Beethoven disliked Gouda's personality but, putting their differences aside, composed the music for Gouda's Marischtile und Glückliche Fart, Calm Sea and Prosperous Voyage, Opus 112. There is an air of mystery surrounding Beethoven's personal life, which is heightened by an unsent letter he wrote while staying in Teplitz. Addressed to Unsterbliche Geliebte, Immortal Beloved, the letter is scrawled over ten pages and expresses his passionate love for the unknown addressee. Not discovered until after his death, most historians believe the intended recipient was Beethoven's former pupil Josephine Brunswick, however, there are many other candidates. The letter suggests the feelings were mutual, and the debate continues as to the identity of the lady. Beethoven had sent love letters to Josephine in the past, particularly after she became a widow in 1804. She soon married again, but the relationship was strained and worsened over time. Suspicions that she had an affair with Beethoven were raised after the birth of her daughter Monona in 1813 who was born nine months after Josephine had separated from her husband. Other suggestions for the intended recipient of the letter include former pupil Julie Gicciardi and Josephine's sister, Therese Brunswick, 1775-1861. Several musicians and singers that worked with Beethoven are also up for debate, for example, Therese Malfatti, 1792-1851, an Austrian singer for whom he may have written the piano bagatelle for Elise, the manuscript was found with her belongings after death. Beethoven's love life continues to be a mystery, but no love letters or hints of a relationship seem to occur after 1812. Around this time, Beethoven struggled with his mental and emotional health. His compositions were less frequent, and his physical appearance suffered. Some suggest his failings in love triggered this period, but he was also dealing with a few family issues. His brother Johann was in a relationship with a disreputable woman, which Beethoven tried unsuccessfully to end. In 1815, his other brother Caspar passed away from tuberculosis. Both Caspar's wife Joanna, 1786-1869, and Beethoven became the joint guardians of Caspar's son Karl, 1806-56, which sparked several legal proceedings. Beethoven wished to place Karl in a private school and, although he eventually won sole custody of his nephew, 
the legal struggles continued until 1820. Due to the ongoing problems with his nephew Carl, Beethoven's output was minimal. He also suffered health-wise with what he called inflammatory fever. Between 1815 and 1819, Beethoven's only works of note were his Hammerklavier Sonata, Opus 106, and a musical composition set to poems by Alois Jadalis, 1794-1858. Evidence suggests Beethoven began working on his Ninth Symphony in 1818, which coincides with an improvement in health. Unfortunately, his hearing was rapidly deteriorating, making it difficult for him to interact with other people. Several notebooks survive that reveal Beethoven conversed with people through writing rather than speaking. Entire conversations about music, business and personal matters were written out by the participants. Beethoven, August Klober, 1818. Beethoven, Ferdinand Schimon, 1819. Beethoven rallied in 1819 and was invited by Anton Diabelli, 1781-1858, to write a piano variation of his waltz. Other composers invited to do the same included Franz Schubert. 1791 to 1828 and the 8-year-old Franz Liszt 1811-86 The idea was to produce one variation but Beethoven was determined to outdo the others and composed 20 versions by mid 1819 In total Beethoven composed 33 variations known collectively as the 33 variations on a waltz by Anton Diabelli Opus 120 or the Diabelli variations as well as the variations, Beethoven was motivated by the promotion of Archduke Rudolf to Cardinal Archbishop, which he wished to honor with a Mass. The result was the Misa Solemnis in D Major, Opus 123, performed for the first time in St. Petersburg in 1824. Later that year another performance took place in Vienna along with Beethoven's Ninth Symphony, Opus 125. Page 12 of Ludwig van Beethoven's original Ninth Symphony Manuscript. Symphony No. 9 in D major is a choral symphony that continues to be one of the most performed symphonies in the world. The final, fourth, movement was based on Friedrich Schiller's, 1759-1805, poem Ode to Joy and lasts about 24 minutes. The premiere was a great success and was conducted by Beethoven even though by that time he could not hear the music. Greater than Beethoven himself conducted, that is, he stood in front of a conductor's stand and threw himself back and forth like a madman. At one moment he stretched to his full height, at the next he crouched down to the floor, he flailed about with his hands and feet as though he wanted to play all the instruments and sing all the chorus parts. Greater than. Greater than Joseph Boom, 1795-1876, violinist. Another conductor stood by with a baton to conduct the orchestra and choir properly. As a result, when the music finished, Beethoven was a few bars behind and continued to conduct. The contralto Caroline Unger, 1803-77 approached Beethoven and turned him around to face the applauding audience. Although Beethoven could not hear the applause, he could see the standing ovation and the raised hats throughout the audience. Meanwhile, Beethoven's health continued to deteriorate, adding rheumatism and jaundice to his list of ailments. Despite this, he continued to compose and publish music. He also reconciled with his brother Johann who became a frequent visitor. Beethoven continued to receive commissions despite his failing health, including a series of string quartets for Prince Nikolai Galitsyn, 1794-1866. Beethoven's favorite was his 14th and final string quartet of the series, Opus 131, about which the composers Schubert and Robert Schumann, 1810-56 enthused. Schumann said string quartet number 14 had a grandeur, which no words can express, while Schubert exclaimed, after this, what is left for us to write? Despite being successful in the music world, Beethoven continued to struggle with his family relations. His nephew Karl attempted suicide by shooting himself in the head. 
Fortunately, he survived and was sent with his uncle to the Austrian village Nisendorf to recuperate. Whilst there, Beethoven wrote his final major work String Quartet No. 16 in F Major, Opus 135, which he dedicated to his patron Johann Wolfmeier. Beethoven Caricature, J. P. Lisser. Beethoven on his deathbed, Joseph Donizer. On his return journey from Nisendorf in December 1826, Beethoven was taken ill. Doctors noted Beethoven had signs of jaundice, breathing difficulties and severe fluid retention in his limbs. News of his condition spread quickly, he received a large number of visitors, including previous pupils and other composers. Those who could not attend his bedside, for instance, the London Philharmonic Society, sent gifts of money and wine. On 26 March 1827, Beethoven passed away at the age of 56, leaving his nephew Karl as his sole heir. Anselm Hüttenbrenner, 1794-1868, an Austrian composer and friend of Beethoven who was present at his death, reported there was a clap of thunder at 5 p.m. and Beethoven opened his eyes, lifted his right hand and looked up for several seconds with his fist clenched, not another breath, not a heartbeat more. Many people visited Beethoven on his deathbed to pay their respects. An autopsy revealed severe liver damage, likely due to heavy alcohol consumption. Beethoven's Funeral Procession, F. X. Stober Beethoven's funeral took place in Vienna on 29 March 1827 and was attended by over 10,000, thus proving how successful he was in life. Franz Schubert was among the torchbearers and, after a requiem mass at the Drefelte Katzgersch, Church of the Holy Trinity, they buried Beethoven in the Vering Cemetery. His body has since been reinterred in the Vienna Central Cemetery adjacent to Schubert's grave. Ludwig van Beethoven continues to rank among the most played classical composers and is one of the most admired musicians in the history of Western music. During his 45-year career, Beethoven wrote over 772 works, including nine symphonies, nine concertos, 16 string quartets, 32 sonatas, and one opera, Fidelio. He lived his life believing music is a higher revelation than philosophy and music should strike fire from the heart of man and bring tears from the eyes of woman. For Beethoven, music was life, he will live on through his compositions forevermore. Greater than plaudit, amicae, comedia finita est. Applaud, my friends, the comedy is over. Greater than. Greater than Beethoven on his deathbed.